Welcome to a new episode of the NACF Podcast. And for this month of December, we're starting a new series entitled, Level Up Your Moments. Senior Pastor Dr. Nida M. Parson has week one. A moment is such a small amount of time, but it can have a big difference and impact on our lives. All through the Bible, there were crucial moments that changed the course of history. Now, when we get in our crucial moment, we need God to grant us the grace, grant us the wisdom to make the right decision in the moment so it won't affect our lives in a negative way. So listen up. Can I have a moment of your time? Before we start today's episode, we'd like to give you the opportunity to partner with us. We want to be a sustainable resource to you and your loved ones when they're looking for a place of faith. You can cash app us, that's dollar sign, New A, Aliante. You can text give, text 77977 to New Antioch, all one word. You can visit our website, that's newantioch-aliante.org. Hit the donate tab and you can donate safely and securely. Or you can mail it in, that's 2550 Nature Park Drive, Suite 100, North Las Vegas, Nevada. 89084 Sweet 100. And we thank you in advance for your partnership. Also, links will be in the description of this podcast. Now, the episode. Hey Amen. You all can take me back where I was, I think, on this microphone. It'll be there for you on the stream in the New International Version. Let's read together. Now, the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? But God, the woman said, my bad, the woman said to the serpent, we may eat from the fruit of the trees in the garden. But God did say you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden and you must not touch it or you will die. You will not surely die, the serpent said to the woman. For God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye, and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it. Our topic to this afternoon is, may I have a moment of your time? May I have a moment of your time? We have entered the last month of 2023. Somebody's happy to make it through 2023. And this has been the year for us to level up another set of areas in our lives. In 2022, we leveled up several areas of our life and we came back in 2023 and we calling it Level Up 2.3. Uh, and so uh, we are leveling up another set of areas of our life. And our chant, since we did spend 2022 um, leveling up, 
Uh, we started out 2023, and I would say new A, and you all would say we up. That was 2022. 2023, I say new A, and you'd say we up. And then we weren't trying to wait uh, to get up. We're up right now. So new A, new A. When are we up? Just say, where's my praise? So in January, God bless you, uh, prophetess uh, in the house. Good to see you. Our, 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 in January, we decided we were going to level up being spiritually excellent. February was physically fit. March was financially set. In April, we decided that we wanted uh, to uh, level up to being mentally sound and emotionally stable. In May, it was relationally fruitful. In June, socially connected. And then we realized we had some other things that we were going to get that first part of the year. We had some other things we needed to level up. So in July, we leveled up our margins. In August, it was our management. In September, it was our mornings. In October, it was our mouth. And in November, it was our motives. But as we come into our holiday season, we are creating and enjoying and hopefully taking advantage of a very special and vital gift of life. That's moments of time. This month, your challenge is to level up your moments. To level up your moments. Now, a moment is a brief period of time. In some ancient traditions, a moment was considered to be about 90 seconds. More recently, a moment has, some say, is about 1.5 seconds. But the Bible considered a moment as equal to the blink of an eye. In 1 Corinthians 15 and 51, it says, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet. But anything that is experienced right now and in a brief period of time can be considered a moment. So this holiday season, we want you to enjoy the moments. Be present in the moment. Put the, quite trying to uh, uh, record everything, put the phone down sometime and just be in the moment. Create some beautiful moments, but be careful with your moments. We want you to value every moment. Someone asked the church mother once, how was she able to stay saved for all of those years? She said, moment? By moment. A moment, a moment is a brief period of time, and I need you to understand the value of a moment of time. 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 One of the most valuable gifts we have on this earth. We never know how much of it we have, but those of us over 50 know that we have less in front of us than we have behind us. Time, when it's done, it's done. When it's over, it's over. We're going to a place after that where time will be no more. So around here, right now, is the only time you're going to have 
time. So you need to be prudent about your time. You need to be stingy about your time. You need to be careful how you spend your time. And the older you get, the more valuable is your time. It's supply and demand. You have more demand on your time than you have supply of time. That makes us old folks, our time is more expensive now. So when time is given to you moment by moment, you must understand the value of a moment of time. Especially because of what can be done in a moment. Especially because of the power of a moment. Especially because what you do with one moment can determine so much for every moment after that. Don't you realize that your life can be completely altered? In a moment, you can gain it all or lose it all in a moment. King David used to brag about how he had kept his integrity before God, but then he lost that integrity in a moment. The thief on the cross gained paradise with Jesus by simply saying and believing the right thing in a moment. The woman who touched Jesus wiped away 12 years of debilitating sickness in a moment. Judas betrayed Jesus and sent both of them to their deaths by kissing him on the cheek in a moment. Peter was the only man beside Jesus who walked on water because he made a rash decision in the moment. And he also denied he even knew Jesus and totally embarrassed himself because he didn't make it through that moment. Abigail got her a new husband and a palace because she made a move in a moment. Cain became the first murderer and lost his place in the family. Esau sold his birthright and lost his place and his firstborn blessing. Rahab saved her entire family and changed her destiny. Ruth became a major biblical figure even though she was a woman. All of these people changed their lives for better or for worse, not in a lifetime, but in a decision that they made in a moment. You can gain it all or lose it all in a moment. Drunk driving. God that killed those officers the other day has totally changed the trajectory of his life in a moment. Unprotected sex. A change your whole life in a moment. That first cigarette, that first smoke on that crack pipe. My husband told me uh, that the devil doesn't have to bother with an addict every day, all day. The demon don't need to follow them around, try to, you need to drink, you need to drink, you need to gamble, you need to smoke, and you need to get this crack, let's do it. He don't have to do that. He said all he have to do is to get you to smoke that crack one time. And Walker said, I'll see you in 20 years. Committing that crime. 
gambling that last $50. Quitting a job because you got mad in the moment. Missing an opportunity that won't come around again. My brothers and my sisters, you can gain it all or lose it all in a moment. And this is where we find Eve in the text. The first woman created, equal in dominion with Adam, queen of the world, God's masterpiece, sinless perfection, no shame, no disease, no pain in childbirth, no hard work, all her needs met with no sweat, married to the perfect man, the prototype of humanity, both of them designed to live forever in paradise, and they lost it all for us all in a moment. You all, Satan is after your moment. He came after her, and he took her down in a moment. And that same enemy is coming after you in your moments. He and his organization just have it out for us. Why? We are children of God. We are back in the driver's seat of the dominion of the earth. Because even though it looks like Satan is running things, we have been given the power and the authority over all of the power of the enemy. We carry the right to use the name of Jesus. All power in heaven and earth has been given to Jesus. Jesus and demons are subject to us in the name of Jesus. There's healing and freedom and miracles and most importantly salvation in the name of Jesus. So we have blessing and destiny and authority and freedom and power but we can mess it up in a moment. So Satan is after your moment. He understands the value of a moment of time. And he's trying every day to get you to do something dumb that will affect so much of your next moments of time after that. Even though he can't take your salvation, he can't. He can't send you to hell, he can't. But he can get you to destroy your own destiny, your integrity. Your opportunities, your marriage, your health, your witness. He can do that if he can get a moment of your time. Satan is after your moment. And I found out that he'll take months or years just to set up a moment. Okay, I got a few people that have been there and said that you, 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 you lost it in the moment. You look back and said, Satan been setting me up since January. <laughs> Satan been, it was that happened, then, and, and that's why I was weak. In the moment, he'll take months or years just to set up a moment because he understands the value of a moment of time. So Satan came after Eve, and he got her to make a bad decision in that moment. 
So the Bible says, now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals that the Lord had made. So we know from the rest of the Bible that this serpent was embodied by Satan. At the end, the Bible tells us who that serpent was way back in the garden. So we know the serpent was embodied by Satan. But either in the original garden, there was a communication between the animal world and the human world. Or this could be a manifestation of a spiritual nature because this is not the only time in scripture that an animal talked. I know y'all believe that y'all animals talk and speak English and y'all might even think they speak in tongues. But, but uh, however it happened that, that she could talk to uh, uh, the serpent, however it happened, he said to the woman, did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden. First thing he did that I see in the text is he distorted what God said. And that's the same thing that he does right now. He distorts what God says. When you read earlier that, that's not what God said. But he distorts what God said. God can speak to you clearly and plainly. And there is power in everything that God says to you. So Satan likes to come in and distort what God says. Did God really say? Did God really mean? What if God meant this and not that? What if that dream that meant I should leave him alone, what if that dream actually meant I should marry him? Did God really say? And the woman said to the serpent, she did good at first, Sharonda. She said, we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden. What you just said, say that ain't what God said. We may eat fruit from the trees in the garden but God did say don't touch it or you're gonna die that's what he said but even though she started out good he has already taken up too much of her time So he keeps talking, you will not certainly die. That sounds like a lie already. You will not certainly die, the serpent said to the woman. For God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So Marias, after he tried to make her question God's word, then he tried to get her to question God's why. That's what the, but Keith preached about last week. He said, when we listen to the devil long enough, we begin to wonder, is God really good? Can we trust his motive? You know what he said. If God is good, then why? If God is good, then why are children dying of starvation? If God is good, then why is sex trafficking still out there? If God is with me, then why am I going through this? 
If God is with me, then how did I lose my house? If God loves me, then why did he take my mama? If God loves me, then why do I have this disease? He, he begins to assert to her in the garden that maybe God had another motive that was not in her best interest. Who am I talking to? Then she made that fatal mistake. She looked at it. Should I mess with y'all? You, 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 you was all right. Tell you looked at it. She was doing good. Till she looked at it. And once she looked at it, the fight for her moment is on now. The Bible says, when the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her. And he ate it. You know, Jackie, they've been trying to preach for years that the problem was a man wasn't there and she wasn't, you know, he talked to the woman because she was weaker and, and, and where was Adam? And we all said, but the Bible told you where Adam was. She gave some to her husband who was with her. And he ate it. Let, let me park here. Let me show y'all something interesting in the Bible. The Bible is such a fascinating book because this was written by Moses 4,000, uh, now 6,000 years ago, but, but uh, uh, about what's happening. This happened about 6,000 years ago. And then, and, and then some of the other uh, things in the Bible were, were written 4,000 years later by a whole different author, but the theme of the Bible is the same. You know why? Because actually the Holy Spirit wrote the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. Y'all quit telling people, oh, so, so, so some people, that man wrote the Bible. No, they didn't. Let me, let me show you something. The Bible says to love not the world, nor the things that are in the world, for the things that are in the world are the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. And look, look at this. He, she saw it was pleasing to the eye, the lust of the eyes. It was good for food, the lust of the flesh. It was desirable for gaining wisdom, the pride of life. Jesus when he was tempted, passed all three tests that Adam and Eve failed the first time. The devil said, turn these stones into bread, the lust of the flesh. Then he took Jesus up and said, look at all the nations of the world, the lust of the eyes. 
Then he said, if you're the son of God, throw yourself off this mountain. If you are who you say you are, the angels will pick you up. The pride of life. Even Jesus started off doing the same thing. This is, or I hear what you're saying, saying, but this is what God said. But Eve talked to him a little too long. But the same three tests that Jesus passed, he passed them when the devil came after his moment. But they, they disobeyed God, unpardoned. They disobeyed God in the moment because, and because they had dominion of the entire earth, when they sinned, the earth fell to Satan. They fell to Satan, so everything that they were in charge of fell to Satan. Those of you that are head of household. When they fell to Satan, everything they were in charge of fell to Satan. But for you, let me explain it to you this way. When you have conversations with whatever demon is talking to you, you have to understand that you have a killer on your shoulder. You got a killer on your shoulder. Y'all remember those cartoons? Or remember in the movies? And, and they would, uh, where there has a decision that needed to be made, they would show a demon on one shoulder, and then they'd show an angel on the other shoulder. And the demon would be talking them into doing something wrong, and the angel would be telling them what was right. And what they had to do in the moment was to make a decision of which side they were going to listen to. So Eve was listening to the devil on one side. But she was quoting God's word on the other side. This is what God said. Understand that there's always evil in your ear when Satan is after a moment of your time. He's trying to get your moment. But you have to remember in that moment that he is a killer. You got a killer on your shoulder. He comes for no other reason. He's not there for any other reason. No other reason. He has no other reason to talk to you. He has no other reason to be there demanding a moment of your time except for to steal, to kill, and destroy. You got a killer on your shoulder, and he's not there for any other reason but to steal, kill, and destroy. He is a liar, and everything he says is deceitful. Even if it sounds like the truth is still a trick. Even if it sounds like the truth, it's still a trick. He's a killer. Y'all know what the old folk told us? If you lie, you'll steal. If you steal, you'll kill. And that is that just fits everything. In the devil, that is so, so true of the enemy. He's a liar, and he's there to steal. And whatever he don't steal, he's trying to kill. And everything else that he didn't steal or kill, he is there to destroy. So stop having these long conversations with the devil. Level up your moments. By not allowing him to have even one moment of your time. Don't trust the enemy. Not for a moment. Don't trust the enemy. Not for a moment. Don't trust the enemy. Not for a moment. 
I wouldn't trust you with nothing, but I, I, I'm sure not going to trust you with, with a moment. I understand the value of a moment. Don't trust the enemy. Not, 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 not for a moment. Don't trust that voice. Not for a moment. Don't think sin is going to work out for you. Don't think that you can outmaneuver God. Don't think that you're going to get away with it. Don't think you'll get by with it. Don't think, you think, don't think you're going to do well outside the will of God. Not for a moment. Don't trust him with your ear. Don't trust him with your time. Don't trust him with your attention. Don't trust him with your mind. Not for a moment. Your moments are too valuable. Your moments are too precious. Your moments are too expensive. Do not trust the enemy. Not for a moment. Can I have a moment of your time? No. It's too expensive. It's too explosive. It's too volatile. It's too valuable. It has too much potential. No, you can't have a moment of my time. I'm too busy going over to go under. No, you can't have a moment of my time. I ain't got no time to fool with you. I don't trust you. I don't want to hear what you got to say. I don't want what you have to offer. Because even what you know you have to offer, and that thing is good to my flesh, it has slavery connected to it. has slavery attached to it. You're offering it to me, Satan, to change my destiny. You're trying to give it to me to destroy my health. You're trying to ruin my family. You're trying to kill my marriage. You're trying to steal my testimony. You're trying to get me to compromise my integrity. You're trying to get me to bring a curse to my blessing. May I have a moment of your time? No. Because I understand that I could gain it all or lose it all in a moment. So I'm going to have to look at my other shoulder. I got some help on my other shoulder. I got some strength on my other shoulder. I got some truth on my other shoulder. I got a better way on my other shoulder. I got an advocate on my own other shoulder. I'm not left with just this one conversation. There's another conversation on my other shoulder. And it's not just going in my ear. It's going in my spirit. It's going in my renewed mind. It's going in my soul's, my saved soul. It resonates throughout my total being. You are not left to fight the enemy on your own. God won't leave you. Not for a moment. Jesus sent us another comforter, another helper. The Holy Spirit is God in us. Jesus said he would never leave us nor forsake us. He would be with us forever. God won't leave you. Not for a moment. God won't leave you, especially not for a moment. You can level up your moments. You can win your moments. You can take advantage of every blessing when your moment comes. This is your time. This is your moment. God is with you. Just listen and obey. You have got to be determined to win your moments. That's the bottom line today. You have got to be determined to win your moments. In, in 1988, the Olympics, they, they wrote a song to 
encourage the athletes to win and to take advantage of their moment. Because you win a gold medal in the moment. It don't matter how you ran last week. Ooh, I could preach that right. That was fresh. <laughs> it, it don't matter how you ran last week. It don't matter how you ran last year. The only thing that matters is the moment. So in 19, 1988, they wrote a song to the athletes. It was sung by Whitney Houston. And I want to share with you the words to this song. Pastor, you got a song for everything. Yeah, just about. The song said, each day I live, I want to be a day to give the best of me. I'm only one, but not alone. My finest day is yet unknown. I broke my heart, fought every gain. To taste the sweet, I faced the pain. I rise and fall, yet through it all, this much remains. I want one moment in time when I'm more than I thought I could be. When all of my dreams are heartbeat away and the answers are all up to me, give me one moment in time. When I'm racing with destiny, then in that mom one moment of time, I will feel eternity. The song goes on to say, I live to be the very best. I want it all, no time for less. I've laid the plans, now lay the chance here in my hand. Give me one moment in time. You're a winner for a lifetime if you seize that one moment in time and make it shine. Give me one moment in time when I'm more than I thought I could be when all my dreams are heartbeat away and the answers are all up to me. Give me one moment in time when I'm racing with destiny then in that one moment in time, I will be free. There's so much riding on you being able to conquer your moments of temptation, of decision, and of opportunity. We have to level up our moments or we're going to end up paying for them with so many other moments. For example, your health. Your health, you, you were doing good. And then, then the voice started talking and said, it's Thanksgiving. It's the baby's birthday. It's Christmas. Go on and eat it. And y'all know how we do on Thanksgiving. I'm going to do Thanksgiving. I'm going to eat Thanksgiving. I'm tired if I don't feel like that. I'm going to eat Thanksgiving because that's what he's saying. Go on, eat Thanksgiving. You can go on, eat Thanksgiving. Go ahead. It's Thanksgiving. Go on, eat Thanksgiving. And, and, and then uh, 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 why, why, you, why you need five pies? So you know everybody got to take a pie home. Maybe I'm just talking about me. Uh, uh, so, so that means everybody got to take a pie, pie home, Sister Betty. And then if you take a pie home now, now Thanksgiving is over, but you still got a pie for Friday. 
And then you didn't eat all Friday, so so you still got a piece or two left uh, left for Saturday. But then something else happened. People came over, and the next thing you know, now you have gone weeks. Months, because every moment that you fail uh, has, has slavery attached to it. So now you're back enslaved, and months have gone on, and you have not gotten back to your healthy lifestyle. And so now the blood pressure's up, and the blood sugar's up, and the knees are hurting, and the back is hurting, and you're feeling sluggish. And, and, and now you need more medication. All, and now you got to get back eventually. Now you got time in the doctor's office. You got time at Weight Watchers. You got time on scale. You got time in the gym. And all of those other things that you, you got time in the hospital. You got time with the IV in your veins. You got all of that. That one moment in time now has cost you multiple moments in, in, in time. It, it, parenthood, you made some decisions when you had kids. You, you decided to do your own thing. You decided to be in the streets or you decided um, uh, to, to not act right. You decided not to raise them up right. You, you decided to, 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 to drop whatever, whatever you did. And now you got these kids with issues. And Ain't nothing you can do about 20 years ago. You want them to just forgive you. I talk to parents all the time. They, they just need to forgive me. They, 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 but, but they've had to live with your bad decisions for 20 years. And now, now they trip. And now you, you spending time in counseling or in court or picking them up from drug rehab or visiting them in jail. Now you got different kind of moments. Sin in general. Whatever sin you decide to do is now going to affect the moments that now you're trying to fight to get out because you had a lot of runs left in you. You had another run left in you, but you didn't have another get back. And so now you need help to get back. And it's sin will keep you longer than you wanted to stay and cost you more than you wanted to pay. So we have to level up our moments or we end up paying for them with so many other moments. But that's scary, isn't it? it that's scary. What's well, scary to me that so much rides on what I do in a moment. So much rides on something that I tripped up and did in a moment. I, but, but I could gain it all. Or lose it all in a moment? That's scary to me. But can I be real with y'all? Any real people in here today? I have messed up so many moments. I've messed up so many moments. Y'all know the reason that I talk about food so much because it is obvious that I be losing my moments with food. I don't tell y'all about the stuff I never want to tell y'all about. But let me tell you like this. I have messed up so many moments, Tasha, they had a thing to do with food. Oh, y'all ain't going to be real in here. So it's scary to me. The enemy has talked me into doing some dumb stuff. 
So how am I standing here today? I'm standing here by the grace of God. Y'all don't have to be afraid of this. You don't have to be struggling like, oh, my God, I could lose my kids if I do one dumb thing in a moment. I could lose my testimony. I could lose my house if I just do this one thing in a moment. You don't have to be afraid of this because of the grace of God. Just pray, Lord, grant me grace in the moment. Lord, I need you to grant me grace in the moment. Grace is when God gives you what you didn't deserve. So you can lose that battle and still win the war. Oh, somebody ought to be happy about that. I must have a bunch of winners and champions in here. Can I have somebody be real with me that has lost some battles, but some kind of way you still won the war? God can give you back the years. God can bring a moment back around and give you another chance to do it right. God can make it so that some things never happen. Thank you. Thank you, Lamia. God can make it so that some things never happen. If you ask me about it, it never happened. He can bring you to the point that you would have been anyway had you not blown that moment. I blew that moment. I messed up. It took me another place. But the grace of God can then put me in the place where I would have been had I not messed up that moment. God grant me grace in the moment. But he'll also give you grace. To win a critical moment when if you had been left to yourself, you would have blown it forever. God will say, now this right here, if she mess up this moment, if he mess up this moment, he ain't ever going to make it back. So God will get in. The grace of God will intervene, will interfere, will intercept that moment. And make sure you lose, you win a moment that you would have lost if he hadn't been standing there. Some of y'all don't know why you didn't do that. Some of, of y'all don't know why you didn't die like that. Some of y'all don't know why you got out of that. You don't know how you got out of that because you would have done it. You don't even know why you didn't do it. You didn't do it because it would have been a critical moment and God interfered. God, give me grace. In the moment. Whoo, thank God. Well, my football fans, I thank God he's a good cornerback. What a cornerback do? They knock down them passes out the air right before the guy catches it. He'll, they'll knock it out or they'll intercept it and take it the, the other way. I thank God for interceptions. I thank God for interventions. I thank God for intercessions. Let me let y'all out of here. God grant me grace in the moment. Don't let me go down that road. And if I do go down that road, give me an exit strategy so that I can get off that road. Bring that thing back around, God. I don't deserve it, but God grant me grace in the moment. 
But please don't think that you can take advantage of his grace and try to play him. Losing on purpose and hoping prayer covers you. That's a whole message by itself, Dr. Ross. Losing on purpose. Tell somebody, don't be losing on purpose. We're going to pray for you today. God said to pray for you. We're going to cancel some things that Satan is trying on you. We're going to pray for your strength to make it through the moments. You're going to have to do the fasting. You're going to have to do the praying. You're going to have to build up your spirit. There's some things you have to do if you want to win your moments. But even in doing all that, I've done that sometime and still struggled in the moment. Sometimes you need counseling. Sometimes you need something cast out sometimes you need to close some doors but I want to pray for whoever is struggling with the moments 
in the name of Jesus. If you're listening by live stream, pray where you are right now that God will give you help and grace in. You are so mindful of us. We thank you for your sweet presence in this place. We thank you, oh God, and we worship you in here. Oh God, we your people. In the name of Jesus. How priceless the moments. How delicate the moments. How worthy the moments. How precious the moments that we have here with God. And so God, we just say thank you. Thank you. I'm glad the praise team is right there in a the moment, y'all. We got a few minutes. And I want us to take this moment to just lift your hands up. It's, it's a, y'all know what this means. That means I give up. That means I surrender. But for me, it also said, God, I'm available. Do what you need to do in me. Change my decisions. Change my ways. I need more of you, God. And so, God, what we need is more of you. More of you in these moments. More of you in my decisions. More of you in my talk. More of you in my conversations. And so, God, I won't miss the moment. That's a bold move right there. That's a bold move. Keith, that's a bold move. Woo. Oh, I feel the presence of God. Don't think about nobody else in this room. I need to run over with what you have, with your love. Hey, can I say? More, more of you, more, more. I hope you know what you're asking for. I see some people who understand what they're asking for. The goodness of God. The presence of God. The love of God. Oh, I thank you for those who said, I'm in the moment. I'm in this moment. I'm in this moment. For some of you, that's all you need. That's all you need. And it's going to change your life. One more time. I feel the presence of God. I feel the presence of God. That's for those of you who believe that he can do anything, that he can do everything, that he can fix it, that he's in my moments. He's in my right now. He's right here. He's right here. He's right here. He's right here. He's right here.
I don't want you to leave this here. I need you to take this home with you. There is a thick presence of God in this place. Let's thank God for our pastor on this afternoon for being yielded, for being the vessel that he could use. Oh, I still feel something in the room. I thank God. What do you need? Just reach up, just reach up, just open up, just receive it. Tell us parents and adults everything. 
but you guys are making decisions in the moments too of what to do and what not to do and not going there trying that or doing that I get it and so let's invite Jesus into your life on today let's pray that together Lord Jesus come into my life I've made some mistakes but today I say I need you in my moments. Talk with me. Walk with me. Be my friend. Be my Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for receiving me. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, God. Now, young people, if you said that for the first time, I just want you to raise your hands. Why? Because we have youth staff that's here. That they want to talk to you and talk to your parents about the decision, that prayer that you just prayed. And so if you're here on today and you're like, I just said that for the first time, then just raise your hand and I will make sure that somebody gets to you. Do I see any hands raised like I said that for the first time? None of y'all said, I see a hand, thank you. I see a hand that said, I said it for the first time. Do we see who that is? Thank you, Pastor Robert. Because it matters. And now is there an adult in this place that said that for the first time? Or rededicated? Like I needed to say it again. It's been a long time. If you are here in this place, just raise your hand. Because I needed to say that on today. If you're here. Okay, I see a hand up over here. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. I see another hand up over here. Thank you, Jesus. As, come on, y'all. Let's rejoice. Let's rejoice. We talk about a moment. This is the best moment of their lives. The best moment that they're making this decision. I see her in the back over here. Liz, do you see her? I don't want to see it. And I see one more. Minister Tiffany is um, showing us somebody. I don't thank you. I don't want us to see her. I hear God and I feel God. Parents, y'all take it home with you. Don't leave them here. Y'all need some help. Talk to us about how to talk to these children. Uh, parents and adults that are here with them, I want you to understand that we do have children's church every Sunday. They are out here with us today. They will be in their classrooms, ages um, 3 to 11. Somebody help me, is that right? Uh, 3 to 12 will be here on Sundays. Y'all bring them back so they can talk a little bit more about them. And then our youth, our youth that are 12 all the way up to 18, 18, they meet here on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Bring them back. Let us get involved in those moments. Uh, seven. Six what? What is it? Six. Oh, they meet at 6 p.m. Thank you, Serenity. I'm looking over here. My pastor, he ain't correcting me. He trying to be nice. 6 p.m. On Wednesdays, bring your youth out. Come on. Let them be involved. Y'all take them everywhere else. But I don't know if, if dance class is teaching them how to, you know, hear the voice of God and make right decisions. If football practice, I don't know if they're doing that. 
I don't know if they learned about Jesus, but they can't do that over here. And trust me, they need him. And so I thank you for even bringing them here to for the church on today. And I thank you for those that were here. And so um, that is the end of our service on today. I want you to be reminded um, that this is prayer week. Y'all, prayer is the word. Prayer is the word. We are going to carry on in talking about these uh, moments. Uh, we will be right here at this Aliante campus on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. We start at 6 p.m. and we'll go to 7.15. And we have a word, and y'all, we have prayer. Prayer is the word. And so do come back. Be here on this week. We are fasting the Daniel's fast. Come on. we Y'all, Pastor already talked about all that stuff we have for Thanksgiving. Fruit, vegetables, and whole grain for Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday for all of the three days. Um, come on, y'all, and let's press into the presence of God. Do not forget that on third Sunday it is our big give um, and that we are we going to make that to do um, in this kingdom and in this community. And so y'all let's stand all over the place as we pray out. And we say thank you for today. If you came in later and you did not have an opportunity to give, I want you to see the screen. We do have five ways that you can give. You can text 77977 to New Antioch, all one word. Um, you can also um, go online to newantioch-aliante.org. Hit that do donate button and follow the prompts all the way through. You can also give through Cash App, which is dollar sign, new A, Aliante. Um, when you do give through Cash App, please put your real name in there so that we can give credit to the person who gave. Um, you can mail it in. For those of you who are online, we are at 2550 Nature Park Drive, Suite 100, North Las Vegas, 89084. We have Monique who is over here in the back if you need to swipe a card. We thank you and we bless you for partnering with, with us in your giving. If you need to give through envelope, um, our um, safety gentlemen are standing at the door and you can do it on your way out. One more time as you stand all over the place, I want you to take a look around you in the house on today. Just y'all take a look around, take a look, take a look on the side over there and see the people. They said that people were not coming back to church. They said that Christianity is ending. They said that um, this, this, this generation of people are not seeking after Christ anymore. But I just wanted you to take a look around right here where we are. And I see y'all coming for what God has in store for us. Uh, let's prove them all wrong. Let's prove them all wrong that this is what God has for his people and his people are coming for what God has. Amen. Y'all look good in here today. Y'all look good. So God, we thank you for today. We thank you for the reminder of the moments. We thank you, oh God, for every life that has changed. We thank you for our young people, oh God, that you are blessing us and that you are keeping us and that your grace is reaching us. We thank you, oh God, that as we move on into this holiday season, that you are with us, oh God, that you're holding hearts together and families together, that you're calming us down, oh God, and helping us to make good decisions, great decisions in the moments. And so allow us to find that just one so that we can introduce them to you and so God we bless you 
and we thank you. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. And thank you, Lord. Y'all love on somebody.